There we go. Look at that, folks. Uh, the Dead Daisies. We've got uh, Tommy Clefettos, Glenn Hughes, and Doug Aldrich. And what you can't see is I've got a, a Chihuahua on my lap as well. So it's it's just hey, it's, a, it's a party. <laughs> it's a he. Always a party with Chihuahuas. It, it is. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he has uh, decided not to let me go today, so uh, it's going to be a unique experience. I, I don't normally do uh, interviews with chihuahuas in my lap, so, <laughs> you know. But uh, we are here to talk about, of course, the Dead Daisies. You are on tour now, and I have to say, I, I noticed that you announced a tour with the Choir Boys coming up in the UK shortly, and I had a conversation with Spike last week. This is going to be a night made in heaven. You've got Glenn Hughes singing and you've got Spike singing. I mean, what more could you ask for, right? Oh, well, I don't know. Excuse that's me. a great, it's a great bill. It's going to be remarkable. I'm, I'm going to be happy to see that show. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a great bill. So let, let's talk about, uh, first of all, the album Holy Ground came out earlier this year. Of course, because of COVID, you had to postpone and delay and so on and so forth. Uh, talk to me just about the album and, and the release and the fact that you got it out and now you actually get a chance to support it. Mm, it's, um, as you know, Mitch, it was written in the summer of 2019. Yep. Um, you know, we went into the south of France in November, December, well before we uh, had this terrible nightmare we're living through. Um, and uh, we, we, we did this record and um, we've been sitting on this album for how long now? And here we are about to start the tour. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, before we get more into the tour, I just want to quickly talk to, uh, to Tommy. Tommy, the first time I ever spoke to you was in Quebec City. You were playing drums with Alice Cooper at the time. Um, just give me a quick memory of playing with the Coop and also... Uh, a quick word on your album, uh, Tommy's Rock Trip, Beat Up by Rock and Roll, that you put out earlier this year. You want to know about Alice Cooper and my record? Yeah, because uh, it's a two-for-one. I remember seeing Alice when I was about 13 years old, and I go, hey, I could do that. Yeah. And then I, then I joined the band. And then this whole quarantine thing came up, and somebody said, you want to make an album? And I've never made an album in my life. And I said, why the hell not? Because it was the only time in my life where I had a big block of time where I wasn't getting ready for somebody else's tour. And I said, why not? And I did. And I was happy I did. I had a nice little, it only took a week. So it may sound like it only took a week. Thanks for calling know. me to plan it. But uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know you then. I would have used it, but it very cheap. I would have done it for free. Okay, yeah. You were broke. It's just my price. So I made a little rock and roll record to satisfy myself. And if anybody happens to like it, that's a total bonus. Yeah. You and you know what? Uh, records being done in a week are probably, we should probably go back to those days. I mean, you know, you listen to the early Black Sabbath and early stuff. They, they Nine hours they had an album. Unless it's yeah. like Correct. Thriller or something. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, of the, the album, as you said, started off in 2019 and it came out in 2021 because of the world situation. Where does that put us in terms of making new music? Are we focused now just on touring this one, or are we saying, okay, it's two years old theoretically in terms of being written. Let's start the process again. I hope I can say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Right. Uh, Doug and I have been working on new music, um, and we're hopefully going to get ready to start making some new music as soon as we can when we have another deal. 
to get that done you know okay because yeah. it's like it's a it's a continuation but mm-hmm. it's definitely a deep batch of songs yeah so um, far um i'm i'm really excited about the next record we'll get to it i mean i'm excited about holy ground of course we know that but the next piece of music is going to be fucking epic i think really epic it is going to be epic, and uh, you can hear the growling in the background. Um, Glenn, talk to me about joining the Dead Daisies. I mean, I know they come to you and they say, here's a, a lot of money and, and so on, but you're still Glenn Hughes. You still have your, your, your history to look back on. Were you trepidatious, or were you like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I get to just be... Trepidation. Yeah. What well, was maybe, trepidation? I, I want to go back and, and let you know that um, in 2019, I... I just done about a two and a half, three year stretch of uh, the, the Deep Purple Legacy shows I was doing, you know, which was successful, I uh, went everywhere and they were great. And, <laughs> and when the Daisies came to me to see if I'd like to bring my love to the, the band, if you will, I said, well, you know, maybe an opportune moment for me to switch gears and do something other than the legacy of Deep Purple, which is remarkably great, by the way, I'm happy to do that. And when I, got the chance to work with Doug again, of course, and, um, and and see how I could express myself within a band again, if you But give it a go. And we went in and made some demos at Sunset Sound in, in the summer of 2019, and, and the rest is history, as I say. So does that mean that at some point you still want to continue with the Deep Purple uh, legacy shows, or are you committed to this and this is sort of your only focus for now? My, my only focus right now is is promoting Holy Ground and making, yeah. and again, uh, exclusively for you, Mitch, making a new album with the the fellows in the Dead Days and, and, and gearing up to do some more recording. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. As you know, Mitch, I mean, new music is, is vital. Uh, playing old music is great, but I love making new music. Yeah, well, listen, I, I will tell you as a fan, if a band is not making new music, I lose interest. And and I mean, no disrespect to Aerosmith. I mean, no disrespect to Kiss. But when I see FM, when I see Thunder, when I see Spike, when I see Dead Daisies giving me something new to sink my teeth into, I'm excited. And I don't really care if if the product is good or bad. I'm just glad that you tried. I, I get it. I get it. You know? Yeah. And, and to me, that's absolutely... The, the 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 keystone and and i don't know how as a, how a, as an artist you just say oh well i've done this for 15 years now i'm just going to sit back and do nothing i mean don't doesn't that creative juice always sort of stick with you gotta keep making new music it, it, it's got to pour out of you really yeah. does cathartic yeah i mean it has to be um doug in terms of uh holy ground talk to me about the process and and your uh, contribution and, and getting your guitar parts and getting your sort of stamp on it? Well, I, try, I tried a little different approach because with Glenn... Oops, getting a little bit of delay on the, on the, on the stream Glenn there. Four, and he's really a... Uh, oh, yeah, actually, it's... Uh, okay. Anyway, he, Glenn was really... It was, it was inspiring for me to work with Glenn in the studio. We never recorded together. And I wanted to take a little different approach. I went for Glenn's melody guy. And so I wanted to take a little bit of that influence and 
get a little more melodic on this one, get a little heavier. And, uh, but when Glenn, I talked to Glenn and, he, and I said, are you, are you in? He says, it's time for me to make some music. And I immediately was like, I went into my studio and started coming up with some riffs. That I thought, well, Glenn might like this, Glenn might like that. It's always down to the singer. So I, my contribution is trying to bring things that inspire the guys I work with. And then as far as, you know, my sound comes from my fingers pretty much. I, and Ben Gross, our producer, you know, shaped it a little bit here and there. It was really fun, really fun to make this record. And uh, Glenn sat with me the whole time. He would go, ooh, I like that. Or, or like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'd, I'd be working out something. He'd be like, oh, I like that. I'm like, what, what, which, which part? He goes, that I thing. just, I wanted the dog to be as melodic as possible because he's an amazing guitar player, super fast as we know. But when Doug slows it down and it, it speaks to everybody and uh, some of the, the lyrical content of your playing uh, solos on this album on Holy Well, Ground. I love Gary Moore. And so there's a couple of things like Unspoken. Yeah. I, I dipped into Gary Moore a little bit deeper, you know, that kind of flavor. But yeah. but I, I just played what feels good to me and what's good for the song, really. That's yeah. kind of what is important. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. I'm going to move around because I got all three of you. So, Tommy, let me let me go to you on this one. You have had a chance, of course, to play, like I mentioned, with Alice Cooper. You did the Ted Nugent stuff for a while. You did the Black Sabbath stuff for a while. Ozzy. Uh, talk to me about joining the Dead Daisies and what it's like to actually be in a band where you will have, at some point on the next record, a chance to make your mark and play your you know, original music and not to sort of play the hits. Uh, talk to me about sort of the the challenge and, and the fun part of being in the daisies. Well, I don't look at anything <laughs> as any difference. When I play music that maybe somebody else played on, I'm still doing what I do. So it's all just music and you just kind of do what comes mm -hmm. from your gut. To me, it's not really any big deal if it's original or if this guy played on it or that guy played on it because you're doing what you're doing at the moment. So it's not that big of a issue to me. Um, but I just like to play good music and to play with good musicians. And I get to do that with Doug and Glenn and, and David, and we're having a nice time and we're getting ready to start some concerts here. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. So that's right. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty simple to me. You know, if, if I'm going to get, go play drums, I just go play drums and try to have a good time and, Whatever comes out of that is it is what it is. I don't take it too seriously, even right. though I take it very seriously. Right, you're having fun as you do it. Um, let me just quickly ask you about those past bands. When when you go in there, you know they they've had the drummers that were on the record and stuff. Do you try to stay, you know, exactly on the record, or were you allowed to be Tommy and add your own little flair, add your own little parts in there? I just do what my gut tells me. So, I mean, okay. I guess you as a fan or people in the audience can, mm -hmm. I want people to experience what they feel they should experience. So you, you know, you let your ears and your gut tell you which parts you should stick to. And, you know, even if I play somebody else's parts, it's still gonna, my energy and vibe hopefully is still gonna come out. So it's not, you know, I have no problem playing somebody else's parts or coming up with my own parts. It's, right. Tommy is a lot heavier it, than most drummers. It's, so it's one in the same. It's, it's brought a lot of heaviness into the band, which is great. 
Tommy is is a secret weapon, quite frankly. I mean, uh, with all the bands I've seen him play with, he's just been phenomenal. I mean, I I love Bill Ward, but when they said Tommy's going to be in Sabbath, I sort of went, yeah, okay, I'm good. (laughs) I like that, you know. I kind of like that. Now, uh, Doug, uh, Glenn has been in Black Sabbath. Tommy's been in Black Sabbath. When are you joining Black Sabbath? <laughs> I'll never, because you can't replace Tony. They've got a they've got a lifer right there. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't replace you can't replace Tony. Um, I love since, Tony's riffs on with with Ronnie. That was so cool. One man. of a kind. Let me let's be clear. There was a there was a tour. I told Ronnie. He said, "Hey, can you?" Can you fill in Craig Goldie's got something or I don't know what happened. And I said, yeah, but one condition, I want to play voodoo off of my rules. And he goes, Ooh, I like that song. We, so we played it. And then Tony came down and, um, in Birmingham and, and he, he said, yeah, you got the riff, right? I've cool. really, stu- I've wow. stuck. It's such a great riff, mm-hmm. but he's, Tony's a sweetheart. He's a great guy. My brother. Yeah, uh, he, he, he really is. I mean, and, uh, you, you, undeniable what Sabbath did over the years. Now we're we're talking about these live shows that you're going to go do. We are, of course, in this uh, Delta virus variant, the Mu variant, or whatever that that new one is. How scared are you? How thrilled are you to be playing? Just I'm not what's... doing the tour. I'm so scared. Did I tell you guys I'm not doing the gigs? You know, you can not. You actually, oh, he's not doing it either. Yeah. No, okay. There's the new drummers like. You can phone it in your parts now at these days with tech, technology. It's crazy. But no, we have to be careful. <laughs> we know a few bands that phone it in. Uh, we have to be really it's careful. A, it's a tough one, Mitch. We, we, uh, it's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge that we're up to. We're, we're going for it. We're going to stay We're risking healthy. our lives for you. Well, you know, a lot of my, our friends, you know, <laughs> are talking about getting, getting sick again and um uh, that they're, they're setting the parameters out for us that we have to be super, super careful. So right. whatever we do, we have to make sure we're masked up and good. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Gary Newman just announced that he's canceling his tour. And it's just like, man, every day it's a new cancellation, a new cancellation. Does we're that? Gonna, we're going to stay safe. We're going to unfortunately not be able to be as close to the fans. No. It's right. a shame. But, but we are, like Tommy said, we're, we're, we're Coming, we're putting on a concert. We want you guys with us. In, yeah. in terms of of not, because part of the whole thing about going out live is is seeing the public, shaking hands, giving the autograph, doing the meet and greet. Uh, and let's not hide the fact that meet and greets financially are very important for a lot of bands. Uh, you're not going to be able to do that. Is it going to create some kind of disconnect with you in the audience that you can't get in there and shake their hands and sign the holy ground and? So I think, look, for me, I don't know about these guys, but when I go to a concert in, in L.A., I very rarely will go backstage. Right. I just do the show. Yeah. I just want to hear the music and hear the songs. I don't want to – that other stuff, if it happens, that's cool. But I think the connection comes from the performance. Correct. I think, I think that they, everyone knows. Uh, they, of course, they want to see us, and we want to see them. I just think it's a, a waiting game now. Let's just get on the road. Let's do our thing. Let's you know say hi whenever we can. But everybody's waiting to get back together, the full circle. It'll happen eventually. It will happen. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's no right answer in this in this context. I mean, you you can't condemn bands for going out, but you can't you can. It's 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 weird. Um, 
Glenn, since since I have the uh, Chihuahua here on my lap, let me ask you, you, you've always been very supportive of animal causes. You've tweeted and pictured of, of your animals all the time. Talk to me about the importance of having animals in your life because, uh, and, I, and I ask you that because Ginger Wildheart of the Wildhearts tweeted this morning that he's on tour and he had to leave his dog home and it's killing him. Um, talk to me about, about animals and, and the importance for you. I don't have any children. Um, right. Um, just didn't work out that way, unfortunately. I wanted to be a father, but I'm a father to many, many, many animals. I started bringing dogs home 20 years ago. I was in New York and uh, bought the first one home. And, and I've been, you know, I said to Gabby, you know, we don't have any kids, so I'm always going to be bringing dogs home. And I, I work with, the, you know, uh, Dolphin Project, as you know, and yep. Gabby and I are definitely working with, uh, uh, Amanda Foundation, Los Angeles, and, and numerous other, uh, you know, uh, rescue places and, and animals Asia with uh, Ambassador there. And, and for me, um, I, I love animals. I, uh, I love children, but I don't have any. But my children are my fur babies, and, yeah. and I'm always going to be bringing them home. Gabby, I know you can hear me. <laughs> How many do you have currently? Pardon? How many do you have currently? Um. At the moment, we have three. We had oh, six uh, dogs and two cats, and uh, we lost a couple. But you know, uh, I'm sure there's going to be more added to the group as we trudge along this happy road of destiny. Yeah, it, it, now it never... you know what I mean, Mitch. I know you're a dog-friendly dude. Yeah, well, th this one's a rescue. He uh, he's nine, and uh, I was told that he was a Diablo, and really, all he wanted was somebody to pay attention. You know, so there we go. Um, the the new policy at many of the venues from Live Nation to uh, to uh, AEG is you have to be vaxxed. You need a vaccine passport to get into into shows. It's been controversial. There have been up to 50 percent ticket returns in some states. Yeah. Um, but and, and for for fans that may not understand to have a tour, you need tour insurance and the insurance company wants to. Right. protect their investment and so on and so on. and there's lawsuits and it's not just you know it's not just one plus one it's a more it's a more complicated formula as to why this is happening what's sort of your take on all of this is it is it necessary is it foolishness is it it's hard I, to i'm just it's really it's, it's very confusing to all the ins and outs that you just brought up yeah um i don't even know what our policy is with that some maybe some of the venues mm -hmm. are like that i don't know mm. but that's part of the reason why you know everyone just needs to be careful right uh, of course for those that that want to you know if there's a band that's playing and, and you got to get vaccinated it's up to the person i guess you know i i think uh it's going to be it's, it's going to be very complicated yeah, it's going to be exceptionally complicated. I mean, in, in Quebec, we've started the vaccine passport. You uh, cannot go to a restaurant or any non-essential place without showing this passport. And it's 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 very strange to think that if I want a hot dog, I got to check in with the government. Because yeah, yeah. the, the, the government put an app on your phone or they ask you to put an app on your phone and they track. And it's just like, wow, I want a burger and you're going to need to know exactly where I am. It's, yeah, that's, it's you know, all, welcome to the new world. New world. Yes, it's a tough one, isn't it? 
That's the government calling. <laughs> yeah, they're listening to me right now. Yeah, it, it, it is tough. And, you know, the, the way I'm dealing with it is just like, you know, you know what? I'll just make a hamburger at home until it changes. You know, whatever. I'll, I'll survive. You know, whatever. No, but it, it's strange times. We, we just have to, I mean, we're just musicians. We just want to play music. You know, that's it. We want to be healthy. We can't wait to get out there, Mitch. It's um, so looking forward to this run. So looking forward to it. Concert. Yeah, it's 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 going to be great. I mean, I haven't seen a concert since March of 2020. Believe it or not. Okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, I go I go to a hundred concerts a year, and I haven't seen one since March of 2020. Is that because there haven't been any in your area? There's none. There's none here. Montreal is closed. That is yeah. rough. Yes, you're right. We 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 won't even. You know, we were supposed to come up there. You know, but yeah, we can't get in. You know, you can't get in. No, no, it's it's rough. Um. Just real quick, and I'll, I'll go around the room. Looking back on your different careers, is there a moment that you're proud of or an album that you're proud of? Doug, you know, when you look at, for you, for example, with Whitesnake, you've, you put out a bunch of great music with Whitesnake, but, or, or that Hurricane record that you played on was fantastic. What's that sort of one moment that you look back on and went, yeah, I mean, we, we know it's Dead Daisy's holy ground, but other than that, <laughs> what do you look yeah, back on and say, wow? That's a special moment. Being the time we spent in France making this record, it was, mm. it was really cool. I mean, there's there's a lot of moments that I've had. There was you know one moment in particular with um with David where I I played something and I he allowed me to give him an he said what are you hearing and I sang what I was hearing and and um and he started singing it and the hair on the back of my neck stood up I'll never forget that and and watching you know people like Ronnie and Glenn track or record the vocals and they're just it's like when the light goes on he's he's fearless it's like it's like stevie ray vaughn you know the like the recording light goes on and it's like all right let's do this you know and that's how it is so but yeah every time you get in the studio for me i i really of course i love to play live and it's a totally different thing but i love the process of making new music in the studio it's fun you're creating something that you are excited about that nobody else has heard yet. You, it's like, yeah, we got this shit. You know, that's the greatest it. thing. Yeah, please, please do not stop making new music. It's essential in my oh. life. Uh, Glenn, since since he mentioned David Coverdale, what was that like being in a band where you had to be the vocalist sometime and he had to be? I mean, two of the greatest voices in rock competing in the same band. Like, what, like who thought of that? I mean, geez. So you know the people watching this or hearing this don't know. Um, I had a, a career before uh, Purple in track three or four. Yes. Two, two albums and um, three albums and about three or four years of touring America. When David got the, the gig in Purple, David had no stay. He had never really been on the stage before, right. but maybe, uh, maybe a tiny one up in the northeast <laughs> of England. He hadn't recorded anything really, maybe just a small demo. He had no career before Purple. So when we went into the castle to write Burn, I can't imagine if David Coverdale was going to be in the castle with us, you know. When we were writing Burn, and then when we went into Switzerland to make the album Call Burn, and David and I would literally, Try and get a visual. It was a, a no 
no, I insist you take the first line. No, no, you you take the first. No, you take that line. Oh. It was a matter of holding each other's hands. One might see that? singing that entire album, basically hugging each other and just getting through it. And when I look back and, and hear the album, how remarkable we were together at that moment, you know, creating a new vocal duo, if you will. Yeah. Looking back and, 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 and how proud I was of David from being a complete unknown. Yeah. And then guiding each other as a team through that album. It was a remarkable, wonderful experience. I'll never forget it. I, I love him dearly. He's a very, very, he's my brother. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tommy, what are, what is what what's what's that highlight for you? Other than meeting me at the Alice Cooper show. <laughs> Survive, surviving is my highlight. Yeah. So ask me when it's over. There is no such thing as a highlight to me. It's all just kind of getting through it and surviving and keep following through life. My life just happens to be music. It's what I do for a living. So one highlight for Tommy is that when I cuddle him at night, he likes yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't look. I don't. I don't. You know. You know. Some of the best gigs may be when there's three people there and you had a great time with your buddies. And there. And you know, it doesn't mean that that's. You know, when there's thirty thousand, it doesn't mean it's any more important. So true. It's, it's it's going from level to level with some dignity through all this madness that is the music business and to try to keep your sanity and and have a good time doing so so i call that survival at the end of the day supporting my family doing something that i love that's the highlight for me so it's all one yeah. you know it's, to me it's like it's my job it's my craft but you know my dad got up every day and worked hard and he survived and supported us and now i'm doing the same thing through music so that's that's my highlight. Yeah. Well, it's been a phenomenal career. I mean, you you you've never been out of work, and you've always been with the the top bands, and uh, that's based on reputation and skill. So, kudos to you. And uh, there we go, folks. Um, thank you. Of course, the Dead Daisies on the road now. Holy Ground available. Great album. One of the best of uh, 2021. Should be on everybody's top 10 list, I would imagine. Merci, merci, Monsieur. Bien gentil. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch. Always a pleasure, my dear. Cheers. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks brother. brother. Peace Merci. Merci. Peace Bonsoir. Love. All right, let me hit the...